Hello, listeners. Welcome to Mama Relax. So my name is Milena, and in today's episode, Natalie and I, we will talk about books that changed our lives. Natalie and I, we love books. We love to read real books and listening to audibles too, best invention ever. And if you are my friend, you know for a fact I love books because I bought you books before. I suggested you books or I asked you for book recommendations. Books are a big part of my life. And why does the episode of today matter? Why should you take time of your day to listen to us today? Well, I will tell you exactly why. As we talk about relax so you can become the best version of yourself, it is important to mention that fear and anxiety mostly happens because of the unknown, because of uncertainty and lack of control. When you learn, when you inform yourself, you get knowledge. With the new knowledge inside of you, you have more certainty. You have, you know, you feel you have more control over your situation. You simply know you can do it and how to do it. Knowledge does that to you, push fear and anxiety away because you learn what to do or not to do to feel better. Um, I really believe that the answer to all your questions is written somewhere in a book. And if it is not, then you must do the research, learn and write that book because somewhere, someone in this world for sure have that same question you have. So please, please, please help that person out. Um, it is important to mention that in no way, shape, or form, we are being sponsored or paid to talk about the books we are talking about here today. We are not reading a script or the back of, you know, the book cover or anything like that. We are just doing this freely from our hearts to hopefully help you out on your journey. So with that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, welcome to our today's podcast, Books that changed our lives. Hey, Natalie, are you ready for our second episode? I sure am. Should we get this started now? Let's do it. Natalie and I today are going to talk about the books that changed us. So one of the books that are very, one of the books that is very, very important to me, um, it's Getting Past Your Breakup, How to Turn a Devastating Loss into the Best Thing That Ever Happened to You. Uh, it's kind of a crazy title, but it really say it all. Uh, it's by Susan J. Elliott. So I want to give you guys a little bit about the author, just so you know that these people that wrote the books actually know what they're talking about. They're not just some random person. So Susan J. Elliott, uh, she's the author, attorney, grief counselor. She's a divorce coach. She's a podcaster. She's like a million things. And she's also, of course, a motivational speaker. Um, so 
this woman as a child, she was given up to the foster care system. And at age eight, she was adopted into an abused alcoholic home. So later in life, um, a mother in an unhealthy marriage, she goes through a really hard time during her divorce, where she had to learn from feelings she was avoiding for a very long time, like, you know, unresolved losses, low self-esteem, abandonment, codependence, trauma and depression. She had to overcome her obstacles, learned from from the feelings that she didn't want to feel. And she rebuilt her life as a single working mom and became a lawyer and a therapist. So like, how amazing is this woman? So she wrote this book based on her experience and she really gave tips on how to, you know, overcome a bad breakup or a divorce. Um, again, the name say it all, getting past her breakup, how to turn a devastating loss into the best thing that ever happened to you. So why it changed my life? Um, when I could not at all afford therapy, if you guys remember the first episode, I talk about that. I bought books about breakup and getting yourself back together. So many of those books were just a gimmick, you know, not helpful at all and very frustrating. Um, and some were very helpful, but getting past her breakup was really life-changing. It was a very good guide and plan for getting past my divorce, getting my confidence back, and opening myself to new opportunities and happiness again. Um, to get there, I had to do the work that she suggested in the book. We know that, unfortunately, there is no magic pill. You want to get something done, you have to get up and do it, and that's it. Uh, it won't fall on your lap. It was a process and it was not easy, but in this book, I found a knowledge and comfort from a woman who had been through way worse than what I was experiencing and who overcame her obstacles and had the compassion to write a book to help others. I cannot tell you how much this book was life-changing to me. Um, also, everyone I know that goes through a bad breakup or divorce, I recommend getting past your breakup. And the people that do read it um, are also very grateful they did it. Getting past your breakup, how to turn a devastating loss into the best thing that ever happened to you, it's really life-changing. I love that um, because, you know, I wish I, I went through a huge breakup too. And like, truly, I never really focused on breakup books, which is funny, you know, a lot of like self-help books I did, but not a lot of mm -hmm. breakup books. And now looking back, I feel like I would have gotten through so much more, um, like easier if I did read those books. So I'm happy that you included some of these in here because I feel like so many people need those. Yep. This is really awesome book. What about you, Natalie? Tell me about your life-changing book. Yeah. So, you know, like I just mentioned, like I never really focused on breakup books, but, you know, I started working on myself because I went through such a bad um, breakup that really, really, you know, kind of defined me and what my life is like right now. So instead of looking at the breakup books, I started digging just within. So I was looking at books. I was looking for books that would help me understand myself mostly. Nice. Um, and the first thing that, you know, that kept 
coming along, somebody gave me this book. I honestly can't even remember where I found this book. I, I know I didn't buy it. I know that I had like notes all over it. Um, and I had that book, I had this book with me for over two years before I actually sat down and made myself read it. The name of the book. Yeah, it was crazy. Like I couldn't get myself to read the book. I would read a couple of pages and I would put it down because I felt so overwhelmed. I couldn't understand it. It was like, you know, I, it was, I was just not ready to receive that map, like that medicine at the moment. Um, but anyhow, the book name, if you guys read anything or take anything from today. This is the first book that really put me on the path of my journey. It's called The Power of Now. um, And it's basically a guide to spiritual enlightenment. Um, The author for this book is Eckhart Tolle, and he is widely recognized as one of the most inspiring um, spiritual teachers that are out there. Um, He's really helped millions of people to like really in like find joy and freedom of living life in the present moment. Um, you know, this book really focuses on just explaining what living in the moment is. I feel like that's so straightforward, but so many people don't really know what that is. Like if you really think it about is so it, hard. It's yeah, so like hard. You, you think, oh yeah, well living in the moment, you know, so I love like um, carpe diem, right? But it's really not as easy to understand because we're constantly trying to understand understand things with our minds instead of with our hearts and I think that this is um, the beautiful thing about this book also is that it's not a book that you pick up and you read straight through Um, you know it's like it stops and has like simple exercises that you can really like go back to and like practice so that you actually get the medicine from it Um, for me for example I was the kind of person that in order to feel safe, I needed to know what my next step was and the next and the next. Everything that could get me away from from thinking about what my current situation was, you know? Um, And it really wasn't until I started having like serious panic attacks and anxiety that I really realized I had a a very big problem. And again, like I mentioned, I I had this book with me sitting there for two years and I just one day came across it cleaning out like a a drawer. Um, and I decided to really give a, sh- a shot, you know, because my problem was I was going through all these panic attacks and anxiety, but I really didn't understand why I was going through this. Like my life on paper was perfect. You know, I had a great job that paid me very well. I traveled all over the world with this um, job, went to so many cool places. I loved my coworkers. Um, you know, I was living in a, in a city that I had always dreamed of living in. You know, I was living, going into New York City every day. Um, my friends were amazing. Honestly, I don't even know where I would be without them. <laughs> I think you can relate with me, Milena. Oh my God, um, yes. That's first episode. Yeah, like my friends are everything. But to believe it or not, I there was so many nights that I would literally go to sleep I would cry myself to sleep, even though my life was great on paper. You know, a lot of people would look at me and be like, well, what are you crying about? You know, like your, your life is perfect, but I couldn't figure it out. Um, and I would seriously wake up every morning with a fake smile on my face. I would tell everybody around me to be positive and to live their best life, of course. But the reality was I was a, I was a fucking mess. I didn't. I, and I again, I couldn't understand why. So it wasn't until I started reading this book that I really started realizing that I was focusing on the wrong things. I was constantly living on in the past or I was too worried uh, imagining the worst case scenarios of my future. And, you know, I would tell my, myself like fake stories in my head, like, um, 
I'll never make enough money, the money that I want. I'll never find a partner. I'm, you know, I'm never going to get outside of my comfort zone because it was just too painful. And this book really walks you through, um, through how to work through that and really focus on your present moment so that every time you're having that, that anxiety attack or that panic attack, or you are, you know, just in a bad situation, you bring yourself back to the the moment that you're in right now, because nothing else is guaranteed. Nothing else is real, but whatever, wherever you are at that moment, if that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. I feel that it's very relatable. And I mean, who doesn't have a hard time staying in the present moment? I mean, come on. Yeah, it's it's hard, especially when you're dealing with anxiety, you know, like you're, and we'll talk about this more, but like, there's nothing else you can focus on, but that anxiety and and focusing on that future and just worry, worry for nothing. Cause that's not real. You know, it's not real. It's so true. It's so true. But that is, you know, you have to be in the right place to get the message. Like you were saying, you know, you had this book for two years, but maybe if you sat down with this book on the first year, you wouldn't have got the message across yourself. You wouldn't, you, you weren't ready. Yeah, I wasn't ready. I was in too much pain, I guess, to like, listen to anything that was being thrown at me. The universe was trying to help me, but I was just not accepting it. And I feel like this book really helped um, open my heart and my mind to Mm -hmm. let that help in. And it really did. um, Things just started happening for me after that, after that read, for sure. Nice. Thanks. I feel that a lot of people can relate and, you know, use this book for whatever they are right now in their lives to get better, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely recommend 100%. But tell me more. Tell me your 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 second one, because I'm excited. I, I don't think I've read any of the books that you have on your list. So I am definitely I'm like a listener, too. I'm trying to learn from no. your, from your list as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Nice. OK, so. I haven't read that book that you just talk about it now either. Um, and I, I have a pretty hard time staying present. So I should definitely work on that. I mean, I do work on that, but I haven't been very successful. Oh, you have to. This is, I think I told you about this, but about this oh, one. For sure you definitely, did. Mm-hmm. definitely, definitely put it on your list because it's an amazing, amazing read. I will. So my second book that changed my life, um, it's definitely The Body Keeps the Score, Brain, Mind, and Body in the Healing of Trauma. It's from Bissell van der Kolk. Um, He's from Netherlands. I'm from Brazil. I'm sorry. I'm not pronouncing his name right. uh, But I'm sure no one can pronounce like a name from the Netherlands. So it's okay. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I felt so bad. I'm like, oh, my God, how do I say his name? Um, so just to mention a little about Dr. Bissell, uh, just for contest. Uh, so he has spent his professional life studying the effects of trauma. So he moved to from the Netherlands to United States when he was uh, a child. And he spent his professional life. He's a doctor. He's a psychiatrist. So he spent his professional life studying the effects of trauma in human beings, how children and adults adapt to trauma to, through tra- how they adapt to traumatic experiences um, and the effects of trauma in, you know, the body, the mind, um, 
in in your life overall. So again, he's a psychiatrist. He worked, did research and thought at Harvard Medical School, Boston University School of Medicine, and many other amazing universities around the world. He's the founder and director of the Trauma Center, where he does research and is the medical director as well. So, I mean, his resume goes on and on and on. He's just amazing. And he for sure knows what he's talking about. So in this book, The Body Keeps the Score, Dr. Bissell talks about his journey in medicine to break the taboos around trauma and to help people. He talks about how his patients were actually his teachers, which is like, you know, what an amazing thing for a doctor to say that the patients are the teacher. So he's just like a, such an empathetic person. And in The Body Keeps the Score, it's about trauma. So he talks about different kinds of trauma in adults and children, how it happens, how trauma affects the brain, the body, and the mind. It is an easy to understand and follow book. You do not have to be a doctor to get it. I mean, English is my second language and I got the message. Um, Dr. Bissell gives a lot of good examples and he really makes you understand how trauma affects a person's whole body and life. For example... You know, he talks about when he worked at the VA with veterans, he talks about his experiences with that kind of trauma. I mean, when he was working at the VA in the 70s, PTSD was not at all a thing. So imagine that. How can a doctor help World War II veterans or Vietnam veterans uh, to be treated from a, from a problem that is not even recognized as a problem yet? You know, so imagine this man going through this. Um, so he really is a pioneer in the study and therapies, uh, to address trauma. And it's amazing to learn about his journey doing that from, you know, a student all the way until he found the trauma center. And the reason why this book changed my life. So trauma is very, in very simple terms is really the complete lack of safety control and predictability in one's internal and external environment. So my fiance has PTSD and traumatic brain injuries from his 12 years in service with the army. I knew PTSD existed, but I didn't know exactly what it was and how affects, you know, how did it affect a person's entire lives until I met my fiance and I got more into studying and reading about PTSD. Also, I work for the nonprofit with trauma-informed yoga. I teach yoga mostly to youth in crisis. So I teach yoga to kids at the juvenile detention, uh, transitional homes and institutions, in schools at not-so-great neighborhoods. So in all these places, many kids are exposed to violence very early in life. It is really jaw-dropping how trauma changes a person. And if you do not know trauma, PTSD, you do not know a person is acting in a certain way because of it. So trauma really shape the behavior of a person. And I did not know that there was that there is different types of trauma, you know, like and then that is different uh, treatments for trauma, not medication, like effective treatments uh, and alternative therapies that really help people with trauma. They will help a person go from post-traumatic stress disorder, which is PTSD, to post-traumatic growth. And then, of course, they must do the work. But with trauma, it's very important for the person to have a supporting system. So for someone that experiences trauma, if you are that person's supporting system, please read this book. 
so you can understand the problem and help to address it with your loved one. Although The Body Keeps Discord is a book about a very hard subject, it is not at all a sad book. You won't feel depressed after reading it, I promise. You will actually feel so much energy after reading this book because you know so much and you will, you know, be ready for action. Yeah. So, you know, funny that you mentioned, and I'm sorry if I'm cutting you off, but I'm just so excited. Oh, no, you're fine. Because I have not read this book, but I'm actually currently reading a book. It's not on the list because I haven't finished it, but I definitely want, I'm eventually going to like put it up on Instagram or like share it with you guys because it's so far, it's amazing. And the, um, the holistic psychologist that writes this book actually mentions Dr. Did you say Dr. Boyle? It is. No, Bissell. 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 Yeah. Yeah. She definitely mentions him and his book in this one. And she also talks a lot about trauma and, you know, First of all, congratulations to you, because I think that you're so amazing, not because you're my friend, but for the work you do, which is incredible. I can't, I can't, I mean, I'm blown away by that. Um, But also, you know, trauma comes in different. I love that you said that because trauma doesn't just come. it, It is big, right? Like, for example, with your fiance, he has like a specific big trauma, you know, common trauma. But I think that sometimes we miss um, that we all have trauma, regardless whether you had a perfect life or not. Let's say your parents yeah. are married, they, they're happily married forever. Along the way, I promise you that you had some sort of trauma that has like molded you into the person that you are today and that we need to unlearn those things. So um, sorry, I just just excited about that. that no, connection that so <laughs> no, that is so true. Like I do not know about trauma that way. You know, you think about trauma, somebody that goes through, you know, their house caught on fire with them inside and you're like, oh my God, the person has trauma. Like, yes, of course they do. But trauma is also, you know, you see someone getting, I don't know, something bad happening to somebody else and you're watching like, that's traumatic. But you, you know, know even so something, many- something even simpler as like, from what I've been reading, like something simple as like your parents, you know, constantly telling you no, when you wanted a toy or had like a, a, t- a tantrum in the store, you know, like little things like that, depending on how it was said to you at that time. And, you know, at a certain age, when your brain is still developing, um, that can be traumatizing. And it sounds silly. It sounds silly. And for the longest time, you know, because you think trauma, you think rape, you think, you know, uh, I don't know, you are an orphan, Um, you think the extreme, but little things, little acts um, when you're growing up actually do affect you in your grown up life, um, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Like yeah. trauma is, is anything that happened to you and you didn't have the capability of process that becomes right. a trauma. So right. Regardless of your age or anything, that's trauma. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's very interesting. I think that everybody should grab a book, even if you think that you've not, you didn't have any trauma, even if you think that, you know, your life was perfect growing up. I think you should pick up a book on trauma specifically um, because I guarantee you, um, you'll, you'll learn a lot about yourself, um, just by, by doing that work of reading on it. Even if you think that you're so far away from it. True. Very, very true. So your second book, I want to know what it is. Oh, you do though. I told you about this one. You definitely read this one. So I am obsessed. I don't know if you guys know about this woman. She is incredible. Um, the the second book I have here that also and let me just clarify I have been 
the three books I'm recommending, they came in that order. So The Power of Now was literally the first book I read on self-development, like, you know, self-improvement and spirituality that really helped me like take off on my spiritual journey. And um, the second book um, helped me in other, and it just helped more with what I was going through. So the name of this book is Untamed. It's actually a very popular book. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Everybody's yeah, obsessed really. with this book. I think most yeah. of my friends have definitely read it. Um, but Glennon Doyle, just to give a little background for those of you that don't know her, she's an author and activist. She's a founder of Together Rising, which is a um, organization that helps unify families that have been separated by deportation. She also does a lot of domestic work, which like includes helping American families, you know, that um, are going through some hardships, like if, you know, like a dad lost a job and like, you know, they need some money, like she helps that too. But she also does a lot of international work, um, helping people around the world that, you know, don't have the same um, opportunities that we might have. Um, so it's, it's neat because it's not a, um, it's not an organization that you can just pick one thing. It's depending on what your, what your heart calls you to like help out in, you know? So, um, and she also just started a podcast, um, on called, um, we can do hard things and it's incredible as well. She is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry if I stayed there too long, but I just, I really do admire her a lot. Um, so for this specific book, it's basically a guide on how to be brave, literally. And I don't know if you can agree with me, Milena, but it's literally that it's like holding your hand to like, literally do hard things. Like if you think you can't do it, if you think that's really scary, that's you should jump right into that. Um, and although I feel like the book is written for women, I really do think that it whoever, anyone can read this book and can take something like a valuable lesson out of it. I don't think, even though, yes, it's a lot about women empowering. um, I don't think that you lose anything. If you're a man, you know, if you want to read it, I think you can learn something from it as well. Um, In the book, what she does, she shares like her own personal story on how she was able to get like through some of her addictions, which were like bulimia and alcoholism. But the funny part is that she she was getting sober because she was starting a family. You know, she got married she had kids but guess what later on in life after being married for a number of years she um you know she realizes that she likes women not that she likes women she falls in love with a specific woman um at a conference so talk about doing hard things right like I mean I I can't even imagine going through that taking ownership and having like control of your life and really accepting yourself um because that's a very vulnerable thing it's very hard to come out and you know especially in a position like that um to come out and say yeah this is who I am and let's let's take it head on right um so this book was not only an incredible read because of the storytelling behind it, um, but once I started rewiring my brain, like I said, things just started falling out of nowhere. So this book was actually recommended to me by a good friend. Um, And again, I'm obsessed with her and her story, but this book really showed me that I can do hard things, that you know, it's doing those hard things that are really going to help us grow. And I'm sure, you know, you hear this all the time on social media, especially nowadays, everybody's talking about how you need to do the uncomfortable thing. But it's so true. Doing the uncomfortable thing is literally going to get you out of your 
comfort zone is going to get you out of the miserable situation you're in, whether you're literally, whether it's in a relationship at work um, or anything else that might be happening in your life, honestly. So um, two important things I got out of this book was, you know, it helped me manage my anxiety. Um, I learned she teaches you different coping lessons. Does not mean uh, coping methods? Doesn't mean you get rid of your anxiety, but at least it helped me folk like cope with it in a better way, specifically around work. That was my experience. But again, you can apply it to anything that you're going through in your life. Um, it helped me just cope with that so that I can focus on things that mattered, not only at work, but also helped open a little bit of space for me to start figuring out what it was that I did want to do career wise um, and with my life in general. So that part of it was um, very helpful for anybody, you know, that's suffering from anxiety. I highly recommend this book. Um, and then also another thing that really stuck to me was it helped me kind of visualize the life that I never thought I deserved. Um, and let me tell you, once you start like seriously seeing that life that you, you dream of and you start making your, your, a reality in your mind, it's so hard to unsee that. And you don't want to, you don't want to live any other way. You know, like I was miserable at some point in my life. And I was like, I need, I need to find a solution because I can't live like this anymore. And this book really pushed me and helped me imagine those things, you know, the sky's the limit for me. And like, I can achieve these things, even if I don't have them right now, uh, physically, you know what I mean? Yes. Wow. That's beautiful. I mean, the thing that I got from this book, because you recommended and I bought it and I read this book in a few days. I was I couldn't stop it. It was like oh, when man. I was reading. <laughs> it's so it was good. When I, yeah, it was like when I was reading Harry Potter when I was a teenager and I, I couldn't stop reading Harry Potter. I love I love Harry Potter. So but anyways, the thing that I got about this book, it was, you know, how not to apologize for being who you are. And then she teaches, like, you know, by being apologetically, I can say this word, apologizing for being who you are, let's just put it that way. She, you know, once she embraced herself by being who she really is, she, you know, could help herself from her addiction. She could help herself to become the best version of herself. When she, you know, embraced who she really was, she, you know, fell in love. She could help her kids to become the best version of them because she could lead by example. So that's what I, I took from this book that, you know, to just embrace who you are and be proud of it. And, you know, everybody's always, we are all work in progress. In progress. So, mm -hmm. No, as we are working progress, things are not going to be perfect and that's okay. No. Yeah. And like, I, like I said, it's so vulnerable. I think that we're all like, so programmed to, you know, be perfect or like be a certain way. And we're so terrified of who we are. And that's, I think that was the message too. Like, you know, we can do hard things. And sometimes the hard thing is just being yourself. That's yep. really it. Sometimes the hard thing in life is being yourself and coming out and saying, this is who I fucking am. And whoever wants to stay here and bring love. Great. Cause that's another thing she mentions in the book. That's like, you know, she lives in a little Island and whoever wants to come to the Island better bring love. Otherwise they're not accept. They're not accepted. And like, that's not just to people that you choose, like your friends, but I'm talking about family, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister. Sometimes you have to make those hard decisions and be like, if this person is toxic, they're toxic. 
And you can't, you can't change that. Yeah, there always be your parents. But if they don't bring love, and they don't accept you just as you are, then you need to make that hard decision for your well being and for the well being of your kids or your partner or whoever is in, in your life, you know, but mostly for yourself. True. Yeah, that is a hard call. But yeah, yeah again, who you are and be proud of it. And again, understand that you, we are all work in progress. So as long as you're working to become better, always, everything is fine. Everything should be fine. Exactly. And you know, it's thanks to this book that like, I really started really thinking about like, holy shit, like I'm gonna, I am gonna, I know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, specifically around work for me at the time when I was reading this book, it was more work related. Um, but for me, I was like, wow, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I started really thinking of like, okay, what do I, what, who am I? And what do I want to do with my life? And you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build up this courage to quit my job and do new things and put myself out there. You know, it took a time. It wasn't like I read the book and the next day I was quitting. It took a good year and a half, <laughs> but you know, it started, it's just starting to make those little changes in your mind day to day. That really makes a big difference um, and gets you to that other side of the, of that scary moment, you know? Exactly. Every long walk starts with the first step. So it's exactly. one step at a time. Exactly. All right, let's hear it. Let me see what the what your last one is. Okay, so talking about vulnerability and you know, embrace what it's hard. Yes. The queen of all Brene Brown. I absolutely yes. love her. Like when I grow up, I want to be Brene Brown. She's amazing. I love Same, her. I'm obsessed. God, she's just magical. So my books are not really in order. These two books actually came in the middle for me. Um, but they're in great. So it's kind of like a two in one here, but they're in great how the courage to be vulnerable transform the way we leave, love, parent, and lead. And then the other book by Brene Brown as well, The Gift of Imperfection, let go who you think you are supposed to be and embrace who you are. I mean, what else do I need to say? Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brene Brown, she is a research professor of social work and licensed master social worker. She has a bachelor's, master, and PhD, I believe, in social work. Uh, she spent the past two decades of her life studying courage, vulnerability, shame, and empathy. You know, all those feelings very much present in everyone's lives that nobody ever wants to recognize or talk about it. So she's a mother, an author, and host to podcasts. She became well-known, especially after her TED Talk, the power of vulnerability. And in The Gift of Imperfection, Brene Brown talks about how freedom begins when we stop pretending everything is okay when it is not. You know, to stop comparing, she will guide you from the mindset of what will people think to a wholehearted I am enough mindset. She talks about shame and how paralyzing shame, shame is you know, about courage and what that actually means. She talks about the power of compassion for ourselves and others. And she talks about feeling connected and belong. Uh, and this book goes hand in hand with Daring Great, uh, Daring Greatly, which talks about vulnerability, how to feel vulnerable and to feel safe at the same time. So 
you know, she talks about shame in the in the gift of imperfection and how shame is paralyzing. When you feel shame, you cannot work. When you feel shame, you cannot learn. When you feel shame, you cannot progress in your life. And you know, I have I had a I, I really liked math growing up as a child. I really liked math. And then when I was 10 years old, I had this teacher that was, you know, the movie Elvira. I don't know if you ever watched the movie. Okay. No. I mean, if our listeners ever watched the movie Elvira, like my teacher looked like that woman from the movie. I'm not joking. <laughs> she's, like, she's a witch. And my teacher like her. And I mean, I'm she, Googling it now because I, now I need oh, to see what she looks like. Yes, that yeah. was my teacher. 10 years old. So already right there and then, like she was very kind of like intimidating looking woman. Mm-hmm. Kid. And she would shame us in class. She would make us go to the board and do, you know, solve the problem in from the whole class. And when you couldn't move forward with the math problem, she would shame you in front of everybody. So I got traumatized by the teacher and I couldn't learn math. Like after, after that teacher, I could not learn math because she changed me and she, you know, I got traumatized and that's just like a little example, you know, but Brene Brown talks about shame and how shame is, is this feeling that makes you unable to, incapable to move forward. And, and I love it how she, you know, describes that on the book and how to overcome shame and all that. So did you find a picture of Elvira? I did. She looks, she looks evil. She really does. Yeah. Thank is this you like an much. 80s movie? Is this what it is? Yes. That okay. movie. <laughs> In, okay, so in Brazil, Honey, that woman on it, her own without opening her mouth is probably so traumatizing. Poor babe. Fact. So, okay, so <laughs> that movie very inappropriate, but they would show like in the middle of the afternoon. And I, I watched the movie like as a little kid, you know. Um, anyways, and that was my teacher. I swear to God. Um, so, you know, because for the first time I heard, okay, so those books were life-changing to me because for the first time I heard loud and clear about feeling that I felt daily and that I was ashamed of, you know, I was ashamed to feel human, basically to have certain feelings. I did not know what they were, where they were coming from and what to do with them. Um, and then after reading Brené Brown, I felt normal, whatever normal means. Uh, but I felt normal in my own skin. Like I am not the only person in the world to feel shame. I'm not the only person in the world to feel vulnerable. Um, and then I felt belonged, which is very important to feel belonged to. I mean, as human beings, that's you know the most important feeling to feel is to feel belonged. That's how we grow. That's how we overcome obstacles. That's how we grow as humans is when we feel belonged. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nobody talks about shame or vulnerability in a way I, I ever understood or felt better about it. It is okay to have feelings. It is not okay to drown in them. And Brené teaches you really how to swim. Mm-hmm. I have always been a perfectionist and that is such a self-sabotage thing to be because, you know, perfectionism is like chasing a unicorn. It opens so much room for disappointment because expectations are always so high and unachievable. Preference is the beginning of disappointment. You know, I love Michael Singer and I love his teachings and he always talks about 
preference is the beginning of disappointment. So this book took a very heavy cross. I was carrying off of my shoulders because before reading those books, I never thought about, you know what? I am enough. I never, never, ever. I never had the concept. I not even knew that that was a thing. Like I'm, I am enough. Like what? Like, what is that? I never, ever. I not even knew that that was a thing ever. You know, I never thought about self-compassion before I read those books. In Daring Greatly, she talks about vulnerability and the strength of it. And that was jaw-dropping to me, a perfectionist, to learn why and how I should be vulnerable, you know, feeling power to share my story so I could overcome shame, feel connected and belong. You know, they're very, very empowering books. And especially now that I'm, I'm teaching um, the population that I am teaching, you know, that has a lot of trauma and shame and things like that. You know, I feel that these books, they really gave me the tool to be a better teacher, to really like help others um, instead of, you know, being part of the problem to become part of the solution by just allowing people to be who they are and accept them for that. So I feel that those two books really go hand in hand with um, uh, Untamed. Yeah, no, I love that. And like, again, like I said, you know, it's so I feel like people always think trauma, and they think like the worst trauma that you could ever have. But there's so much trauma in the little moments that you know, when you were a kid, um, because you're not understanding, you know, even if a parent screams at you, because they're stressed out, they don't mean it. They don't mean it in a bad way. They don't, you know, they don't have, they have their own trauma they're dealing with. But as a kid, you don't really know that. So your brain programs in a way that you grow up and you think it's normal to, you know, why do I feel shame? You don't even know. Like, that was my case. Like I, most of the time I'm like, I don't know what traumas I have. Like, yeah, I had a pretty good life. I didn't have like a horrible life. I didn't have the best life, but you know, I would always blame it on like, maybe like the bigger things, you know? Um, I don't know. My parents getting divorced at a young age, like, yeah, that can be traumatizing for a kid, but there's other things that, that I've learned um, that doesn't, it probably doesn't have anything to do with that. You know what I mean? Like the trauma came from something else from a, a much minor Um, situation that I can't really pinpoint unless I do this and I I work and I, I mean, I read and I do meditation and all that stuff to really dig in and really get the root of the, of the problem. But yeah, I think you're right. Those books do go hand in hand for sure. But, you know, you have to, I feel that you have to do the work. Like we talked to before, you know, in reading these books, first of all, it's going to make you, understand that it's important to accept yourself. And then once you accept yourself, you start seeing your flaws. And then once you see your flaws, you can work on your flaws. Like it's that simple. And actually, uh, Brené Brown has a podcast that she talks with um, the author of Untamed and that podcast is amazing. Um, So if you like Brené Brown and um, the author of Untamed, she like you have to listen to this episode it's really 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 great i listened to that actually i actually listened to that um podcast episode before i read untamed so if you are you know not on the fence about it um i will also include we can also include the link to we'll include the link to this um to this specific episode so that you can take a listen and see if you want to move forward with reading untamed which I'm telling you, you're not going to regret it. It's so phenomenal. <laughs> yep. That's a great idea. Yeah. Um, all right. So for the last book and, you know, I love that all these self books are great. Um, 
because you're learning something, right? But I like this last book actually is more on taking action. So you're learning, but you're taking action. Um, at least that was my experience. Um, so like I've mentioned before, you know, I was go I was struggling with my career, didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I really once I started doing the work and reading the books and all that stuff, I was trying, I was telling the universe, like, I'm open to receive whatever it is that I need to receive because I really, I was really lost. I have no, I had no idea what I wanted to do in my life at all. No passion, nothing, you know, like, you know, when you're in that point where you're like, I have no passion. I don't know what the next step is. I don't even know where to begin. So, um, this, you know, at the beginning of this year, I went on a trip with a, a close friend of mine. You know, I had promised myself that I would take care of myself starting this year, that I was going to really work on myself and start applying everything that I had learned. Um, so, you know, I set some goals for myself. I wanted to finish finish my bachelor's, um, which I did, thankfully. Um, I wanted to be more in nature. I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to be more open to receiving signs from, from the universe. So for this specific book, I always say, the book found me. I didn't find the book, you know, because we went to this really small town in the Catskills here in upstate New York for like an entire week. And we stayed like in a little boutique hotel because um, we really wanted to like take time off. We didn't want to have any cell phones. We didn't we turned off the news because it was like during that crazy time, um, you know, between 2020 and the beginning of 2021. Um, no laptops or anything. And it was winter. It was COVID. It was right after the holidays. So there was no one in that town. And it was perfect. It was like the perfect, you know, perfect, perfect situation. Um, yeah, like it was like, really, let's get the fuck out of the city and forget about work and everything. So and not meet people, you know, you want to meet people. Um, yep. so, you know, we're there on our last day and we decided to, you know, maybe buy like, a, like a few things. Um, but all the, the stores, most of the stores were closed because again, it was winter, it's off season. There was not a lot of people there. Um, but there was this one bookstore and, um, we decided to walk in. I didn't know what type of bookstore it was. I thought it was like a, a bookstore that had all types of books, but, um, to my surprise, it was actually a spirituality book and they only had spiritual like books. And as oh. soon as I walk in the door, I promise this is not, you know, I walk in the door. The first book that was there was the book that I'm going to talk about now, which is was called Discover Your Dharma um, by Sahara Rose. Uh, I... Yeah. And like, I'm obsessed with um, lo the lotus flower. I, like even our logo has the lotus flower. Um, and she has in the cover of the book, she's holding a lotus flower. And I swear it was like the one book standing, sitting right there. I could see it. I looked at the book. I didn't even read the description. And I remember telling my friend that was with me, I'm like, I'm buying this book. I mean, obviously I read the description. It was perfect. And it was, you know, how to like find your Dharma. Like it's basically your purpose. So just a little background on who Sahara Rose is. She, um, she's an author. She's a spiritual coach. She, um, she's also a spiritual teacher. She has like a, like a institution that she teaches people how to be spiritual coaches. Um, and she also has an amazing podcast um, called Highest Self Podcast. And I listen to it all the time. She's phenomenal. So um, really, really recommend listening to that. And this book, if you're looking for some answers on if you're feeling a little bit lost, you don't know what your true purpose is. And I don't mean this just for me, it was career wise, but it could be anything. It could be relationship, it could be family, whatever it is. And again, like, I feel like people think purpose and they associate it with a job, but it doesn't necessarily need to be that, you know, you can find purpose in something that you just enjoy, you're not making any money out of it. 
Um, so basically this book is just a guide to like help you get through your journey and finding what you, your life purpose is like I had, like I said before, and this is also known as your Dharma. Um, she uses like different, like a different approach to things, um, by using like your doshas and your chakras. So it's very spiritual and this like helps unlock, um, what you're meant to do next. Um, and she does like she does like a little test and I'll also include that on the show notes. She does a test so that you can um, find out what your, what your doshas are, I believe. Um, and I'll put a little blurb in there. So you guys, it's very, very interesting. It's a, a complete, I like that it was a completely different way of looking for purpose. Um, so, you know, I love, love this book, not just because, like I said, the way that it was presented to me, uh, but I did love that she uh, provides like a lot of, um, of like exercises. And I have to tell you, I started this book, I swallowed it in literally a week. Um, I may, I was, it was so clear by the end of this book, what I needed to do. And this was in February of 2021. I already knew that I was quitting my job before the end of the year. Like I already knew it. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing yet, but this is, this is my path. I know that this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm going to take a a chance on myself. Um, and literally by September of this year, I was out the door, you know, and I had a much clearer path of what I was doing. It's open doing, doing this work, um, the way that she explains everything in her book has helped me so much. It's opened so many doors. Not only am I starting my own business, but I'm starting a second business that I never in a million years would have thought was possible. Um, and I'm also doing this podcast, which, you know, I've been wanting to do forever, but seriously, I was so insecure. I, I I was thinking about doing a podcast for maybe the last two years, and I don't think we talked about it until earlier this year, right? We maybe started talking about it in April. Yeah, we started about it this year. Yeah, because this is, you know, this is very vulnerable. We're talking about very personal things on here with sharing it with whoever is listening to us, people we know, people that we don't know. I think it's scarier to have people we know hearing us doing this than those that don't. Um, but this book really, really pushed pushed my limits. And like, again, like I was able to read it in a week because I was just, it was such a good book and it it helps you to take action. I feel like a lot of books you can read but you don't actually take action unless you, you know, you feel compelled to. This literally was like, okay, I finally found like, I, I understood like what higher, what, what uh, the highest self was. And I literally let that guide me to where I am today. And I'm still learning how to do that process, but it's, it's really pushed me to take action and everything with purpose, with everything that I'm doing currently in my life. So Anybody that's, you know, very lost, I feel like so many people, especially in these times, are so lost on what they want to do. Uh, I highly, highly recommend you you read this one. Actually, um, you told me about this book and mm-hmm. I on Audibles and I listened to it on my way down to Miami and it was really amazing. Yeah, it, it, it explains you know, concepts that are, you know, have been around for thousands of years, you know, from Buddhism and, you know, she, but she makes it like very 
relatable. She makes it very easy to understand. And what I like about Sahara Rose is that, you know, she's a full package. She talks she talks about wellness and health, you know, mind and body in a very holistic way. She wrote two or three books about Ayurveda and she's really, she really knows what she's talking about. Um, and, you know, when you listen to her podcast, cause Natalie gladly made me <laughs> listen to her. I'm a pusher. I'm a pusher. I push things on my friends. <laughs> exactly. so, um, so, you know, she talks about her, her life you know, and how she became who she is now. And, you know, it wasn't an easy or anything like that. And I really do like that, you know, she talks about wellness and health in a very holistic way. You know, you cannot be healthy in your body if you're not healthy in your mind and, and in your soul. So, you know, and that's, you know, everybody needs that. You know, sometimes you have a body issue because of your mindset and then you, you know, make the disease happens in your physical body because you're not in the right mindset oh absolutely yeah yeah. that's so so important too especially now I'm so glad that things are finally people are starting to realize that you know even you know medicine like doctors are starting to use this approach because it's so true like you hear all the time of people that oh he was so healthy he was you know he never smoked he never did drugs he never drank anything and he died out of a heart attack And it's because you are just focused on your physical body, but you're ignoring your soul and you're ignoring your emotions and you're ignoring your mind, like your mental health, Um, everything is connected. So if you, you know, just focus on one area and don't focus on the other one, there's going to be issues. And I think Sahara Rose really explains that very well. And she's also very funny. And if you follow her on Instagram, she is hilarious and um, literally knows how to light your day if you're having a bad day. So, yep. um, so yeah, she, that, this is a great, great book. I mean, it's a great, all of them are amazing. All the books are amazing. Um, it really just depends on what, what's going on in your life, which one you want to like pick up, but yeah. And you know, it's, it's, we are right around Christmas. So it's also a good book those are all good books for you to gift to somebody. If you don't know what to give to someone, I think that a book is always a good option. So, you know, you can go through them and maybe, you know, you, you know, a friend or a family member is going through something and you think those books are going to help them. Like go ahead and give them, you know, for Christmas, like what a great gift. Yeah. That's an amazing gift. And also, you know, it's the, it's a new year. So resolutions, you know, if you are looking for something, maybe this is your sign. If you really want to make change in your life for 2022, maybe this is your sign that, you know, maybe pick up a book and learn something different. Like I said, even on the trauma ones, you might not think that you have trauma, but give it a try. See if that, you know, kind of helps answer some questions that you might have that you didn't even know you had, you know? So this is um, a good way to end and begin the year, I would say. I agree. Yeah. But I hope you all love this episode as much as we did um, and that you found, again, some guidance in our recommendations. Um, like we said, all of the books and descriptions will be included in the show notes as well as the links to buy them online just to make your life a little bit easier. Um, and we would also, again, would love to interact with you via our Instagram page at mama.relaxwith2xs. Um, please feel free to send us any questions as well directly to our email. We'll also include that in the show notes. Um, Otherwise, wishing you all a great Monday and the rest of the week, and we'll catch you on the next episode.